Maxi. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Who do we have in the studio today? Hello, are you there? Hello, who are you? We're the Jolts. Hello, Jolts. Could you please introduce yourselves? I'm Joey. I'm Matt. I'm Joshy. I'm Matt Osnakes. And Joshy, a bit closer to the mic, if you could, please. Namely, to help identify what we just heard. What did we just hear there, Jolts from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? Like, tell us a bit about yourselves. You're the Jolts from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And what did we hear? Uh, we heard the Oslo mother effers. <laughs> the Oslo motherfuckers! <laughs> we can say motherfucker. Okay, oh, we can say motherfucker on here. And the Jolts are here live on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show celebrating the release of their brand new... Album. Their brand new album. And they've come to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show with a whole bunch of tunes. And I'm wearing shorts today. Okay. Same here. And what does that mean? And what does that mean? It's hot. It's hot. No, it means the songs you brought be, in are gonna short. They're going to be real short. Oh, yeah. Are short. You're uh, going to make me work. <laughs> You're going to make me sweat. Because you guys have brought in a whole bunch of tunes to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. The Jolts are from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I'd like to ask you, right off the bat, Jolts, tell me about loudness. Tell me about loudness. <laughs> loudness. Uh, we like loudness. The band Loudness from Japan. Yeah, and the volume. Uh. Now, how does it all play into the history of the Jolts? Because I saw you guys play a gig in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the venue, and I got a pleasure to introduce you, and you told me that Loudness, it's all about Loudness, but now I totally kind of forget why it's all about Loudness. <laughs> what about Loudness and the Jolts from Japan? Well, it's actually not about Loudness <laughs> from Japan. <laughs> It, it's really about a switch on my stereo that says loudness, and you turn it on, and everything sounds way better. <laughs> but I thought there was a connection to the band Loudness, or was I, I, I thinking I, of another band I that I was accused, introducing? I accused Joe of writing Loudness about the band Loudness, and he said no. I love Loudness, yeah. I mean, they're amazing, but... Crazy Nights. And what exactly happened after that gig, Matt? What happened after that gig? <laughs> they left me behind. No, <laughs> 
Yeah, why did that happen, Matt? Because you... I was talking to you. <laughs> so, boom. Does that often happen that you leave Matt behind? Only when he's talking to you. <laughs> what were we talking over? We were talking about the band The Schmugglers, weren't we? Yeah, well, we were talking about that song, uh, Flying Buttress of Love. You really which I would have brought in if I could find it. Because you really love that song, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. By The Schmugglers, you are Matt L. Schnakes. You're the Matt L. Schnakes <laughs> of the Jolts here, live in the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show. And it was also at that gig some sound trouble. What can you say about the sound trouble? There was some sound trouble. Oh, man, I had a nightmare show that night. Oh, please, if you could, a bit closer to the mic there. Oh, yeah, sorry. I got it close to Matt and the mic. <laughs> or just move it. <laughs> um... No, I had, uh, first I lent, I lent a bunch of gear to White Long, and then it all worked fine for them, and then as soon as I got to play my own gear, everything fell apart. I was breaking strings, Joe broke a string on his guitar. And he threw his guitar at me. I guitar. smashed a guitar, yeah. Called his guitar a bitch. She was being a bitch. <laughs> but everything was okay on the drums, wasn't it? <laughs> Perfect on the drums. <laughs> yeah, from the perspective of the it's drums. It's always perfect on the drums. Does it always go perfect on the drums? <laughs> Honestly, I've had many a nightmare of sitting up on uh, the plaza or venue stage watching these guys do nothing for, <laughs> you know, 15 minutes at a time. And it's not as bad in real life. <laughs> That's what I was kind of curious about. Like, going from gig to gig in the jolts, when there were problems in the jolts, I said to you, Jolts, hey, well, you have problems there's probably problems all the time this is good you learn about the problems are there problems at every gig with the jolts is there something that derails the jolts every time from the drum perspective you know when you're looking back there is there something always going on it's always the patch cord <laughs> it's always the patch cord it's always the last thing that they well suspect. how is the patch cord the problem we have <laughs> broken patch cords and lots of them and you can never figure out that it's the patch cord so it's never the end you, you just replace it with another broken patch cord <laughs> We have, a, we have a plethora of chords in our, in our <laughs> collection. Yeah, what? Plethora. <laughs> nice word! <laughs> Galaxy. And we're live here with the Jolts from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on the Nardward Human Serviette Radio Show. And Jolts, you have a brand new CD out! It's out, right? Brand new CDLP, yeah. CDLP on Sudden Death Records. Finally, we made we made the big time. <laughs> I mentioned the smugglers because me and Matt were talking about the smugglers. Because why were you fascinated by that smuggler song, Matt? Because you'd been emailing me about this smuggler song. <laughs> that one part where he says, "I can't remember what he says." My name is Dave, so f off if you suck. I think is the coolest lyric <laughs> of any song, and I'm going to try to steal it because nobody knows that song. And now, and I know it. I got it on vinyl. Yeah, there are well, two versions. The orange song. one, right? Atlanta. Uh, what's it called? Whiskey Flats. Whiskey We're looking Flats, for it. Yeah. I can't find it. And you were analyzing that. Was that because you love analyzing music, Matt? You really love analyzing music. Like, what exactly does Matt add to the band? What does Matt add to the band? To the jolts? Analyzing? <laughs> Andrew W. Canis! You add the Andrew W. Canis to the band, don't you, Matt? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, he, he parties till, till he pukes. But really, you take it to the extreme... Your Andrew W.K. ness got retweeted by Andrew W.K., didn't it? Like, didn't you actually do the Andrew W.K. full-on thing? Yeah, we did. I did an impression. I did a tribute thing of Andrew W.K. one time. Which people can search right now on the internet if they'd like to. What is it listed under there, Matt L. Snakes of the Jewels? If you want to see your interpretation. I think it's of called that. Undercover Brothers Vancouver or something like that. 
But I really like how they were talking to me the whole time. I've never never heard of that before. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Andrew WK emailed me. The Andrew WK Tribute Undercover Brothers, The Jolt. Uh, Don't type in The Jolt into YouTube because you will get... The Jolt? I don't know. I just thought I'd say that. You'll get lots of lightning storms and earthquakes. And we here are, again, live with the Jolts. And, Jolts, we have coming up here right now, what do we have? Something we want to play by the Jolts. Can you please explain what we're going to hear right now? Brand new. First song off the, off the new LP there. It's called uh, I Want to Dig Where the X's Are. It's about uh, pirate booty. The Jolts on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show.
you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we still have in the studio? Could you please introduce yourselves, please? Or the jolts. <laughs> jolts again. Introduce yourself to the people out there. You brought in some music. Now tell us about yourself and the music. Please introduce the band. I'm Joey. Yeah, we just heard. Uh... Now who else is in the band, Joey? It's this guy. <laughs> I'm Matt. Uh, I'm Joshy. I'm Matt All Snakes. And what did we just hear right there, Joey? We just heard three killer tracks by uh, the Rocket Reducers, our, our touring buddies from Welland, Ontario. Canadian content. CanCon. And the songs just go so quickly together. And you've seen them play a couple times and they're quite young? Uh, yeah, we played with them a bunch. Yeah, they're real young. I think, I think they might be broken up uh, as, of, as of today. Really? Yeah, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that check. I think they're in the TV Freaks now or something like that. With uh, the, one, of the, one of the guys from... Oh, what band is that? I don't know. So uh, the guy who did our cover art is played bass in the Rocket Reducers, and now he's playing bass in a band called the TV Freaks. And we heard a couple songs there. We heard the Sauce Wagon, the Night Rats, and Waste Away. And it was three tracks because yeah. I just couldn't, even with my shorts, handle it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I didn't shit in my shorts or anything, but, I mean, basically, it was just so fast, even running around here. Your shorts are too long. It's kind of a rock opera. It just goes, you got to hear the three songs to understand the whole content. Of the-, the Rocket Reducers from Welland, Ontario, Canada, brought to you by the Jolts from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. But Jolts, you had some more Canadian content before that that we heard. What else did we hear? The beelines. And what could you say, Matt, about the beelines? I'm a busy man. That's not what we heard. What did we hear from the, <laughs> We heard In the Red. Oh, right, In the Red. Uh, classic, classic beelines, you know. Everyone loved Fun 100, too, back when, but everyone loves riding the beeline, too, so... <laughs> The Beelines from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. With they played our the they red. played our CD release and they played um, we played our our last two album releases with the Beeline, so it's pretty cool. They we let like, us, we they like those guys. They let us swap jam times with us too sometimes, and sometimes I use their amp when they don't know. They're also really good at foosball, I think. And speaking of CD release, before that we heard via iPod. Thank you, Matt L. Snakes. <laughs> what did we hear? The Jolts with Dig. I want to dig where the X's are. I want to dig Cordy. Is that the full name of the song? It is. I just put dig down. Is that wrong? <laughs> that's how we, we, that's what we call it. dig. Yeah, we shorten it. That means you will not be getting a big payment from SoCan or ASCAP because I wrote it down wrong, right? I think, I think they got to repay Bob Dylan for all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> Could you please explain a bit about that? You had a band member called Dylan in your band. Dylan was from Prince George. What can you tell the people about Prince George? <laughs> Prince Rupert. Rupert. He's from Rupert. He's from a Prince-type place, though. Yes. And what happened what there? Went to Princeton. What happened there? Were your former bandmate? This is very interesting. Uh, okay, he uh, he wrote a song with the same title as a Bob Dylan song, and then Bob Dylan played it in Kamloops and a couple other places, and Dylan got all the royalties and deposited into his bank account, and then he spent all the royalties, and then, <laughs> then they asked for them back, and he, and he does, has no money, so. <laughs> He shares the same name. It's the same title, and I guess it says Dylan in there somewhere. But someone, someone basically, it's uh, a computer confused, confused Bob Dylan with Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Thomas, Thomas and paid <laughs> Dylan Thomas Bob Dylan's money. 
great. For one song, yeah, it was, it was it was like two two grand. Is that an example of bad luck or good luck for the Jolts? With us, good, it's always good luck. Mix. I think is good luck. So it was your former bassist, right? He was a bassist, former guitar player, former guitar player of the Jolts. Got all this money because ASCAP or SoCan or ProCan or whatever thought that he was Bob Dylan because he shared the same name. Yeah, yeah. And he got the money. What did he spend the money on? Uh, he, we, well, the Jolts went on a tour. <laughs> he bought a lot of beer on a Jolts tour, and uh, then he recorded, I think, a couple of his solo records and paid his rent. And uh, good deal for like, oh, was it only like two thousand bucks? And he got all good value. Yeah, he, he and spent it wisely. And then what happened after that? I think like, like, how were, how was he caught? I think he initially uh, told them that he was given the money because he knew it was a malfunction or whatever, and. Uh, I think that his like big plan was that he wanted to try and meet Bob Dylan out of the deal, but that didn't really pan out. They just ended up sending him creditor letters. And but, uh, did he have to pay back the money? It's, yeah, he, it's uh, no, it's in SoCan. So any money that he makes off of credits for songs just goes against it. So right now he's like he's like negative seventeen hundred dollars. So it's genius because he'll never pay it back, right? Well, if you keep playing Dig and you write it down properly, then. <laughs> Okay, what is the proper name of the song again to help him pay back his debt to Bob Dylan here? What was the proper name? I Dig X's? <laughs> what was it? I Dig X's. Is that right? I want to dig where the X's are. I want to... What's that all about? I want to dig where the X's are? Short songs, it's long like, titles. It's like, a, it's like a pirate treasure map. No wonder you're not making any money. The songs are so confusing. I want to dig where you, the X's are. How do you dance to that? That was about the Green River Killer. <laughs> But that was a great track by the Jolts, brand new by the Jolts here, brand live new. on the Nardwarda Human Serviette new. radio show. So we hear some rock reducers and beelines began with the Jolts, and the Jolts here on the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show. As I mentioned, you guys played a gig a while back, like about a year ago, with Greg Ginn. With Greg Ginn, with Ron Reyes. Yeah, Ron Reyes and Greg Ginn, yeah. Could you explain a bit about that? Greg Ginn of Black Flag came up for... For Ron Reyes' 50th birthday. Actually, Ron asked us to play where... Or he claims that we're one of his favorite bands in town, and and he got us to headline it. And uh, yeah, Greg came up, and Ron played some. Ron and Greg played some Black Flag. Jealous uh, again. Yeah, for the first time I think in twenty years or something, they were on stage together. And and you can see him, of course, in decline. Ron up there on stage singing together. Yeah. <laughs> did you talk to Greg at all when he was up here? Yeah, I did actually. I uh, I, w- I really wanted him to uh, re-release an old SST record, uh, the Dicks, Kill from the Heart. LP, and he totally snubbed me. <laughs> what did he say? I, uh, I was like, Greg, when are you going to re-release that Dix record, Kill From The Heart? And he kind of looked at me and went, uh, 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 He was smoking yeah. pot in the alley most of the day. And then he walked away. And I was really bummed, because I love that record, and it cost too much money to get. Never get back to it was pretty cool, though, to see him up on stage playing a fast song, because he hadn't played yeah. fast songs in a long time. Did he say anything about that? Like, Was he tired afterwards, or a lot of sweat? Because he was into it. He, I think he had a good time. He was playing. He played my my guitar rig, which was kind of cool. I got to lend Greg in a guitar rig. Essentially, this was a Black Flag reunion in many ways, wasn't it? Like I, the closest I, they've got to like a real Black Flag reunion. Yeah, I would say that's probably the closest they've got to it. I mean, they sure. did some other stuff with the West Memphis Three benefit, Remember with Keith Morris and Henry Rollins going out on the road yeah, saying, yeah. but Greg wasn't involved. In that like guitar wise, this was a pretty much close to Black Flag mm-hmm. reunion, at least with the, the singer and the guitarist together. Yeah. And that made me think also, like, you guys off. Matt, you've also played with Keith Morris. Didn't you guys do a gig with Keith Morris? 
Right, right. With man, man, Keith Morris was tired after that set. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, give him a break, please. He is getting up there. He's like older than Elvis. What happened? It was good. It was a good show. Okay. We rocked it. So you played. We rocked it. So did you talk to him at all? I did talk to Keith Morris. He was. Uh, he's an intense guy. He was actually rather nice, though. Oh, he was a nice guy, but he was a very intense guy. I wanted to talk to him about J.G. Ballard, because I, I read on his Facebook that he likes J.G. Ballard, and I do too, but I didn't, because he's pretty intense, dude. What made him intense? What makes somebody intense, He was Joel? camping. <laughs> yeah. He, was, he, he met an old... He met an... <laughs> he just sat there listening to classical music on his headphones. He I was thought. having a conversation with, uh, with somebody else. I forget who it was. And, Chai Pig? Uh, and he... He he was just really weird with him the entire time, and I was I, I just decided that I didn't want to have a weird conversation with Keith. You know, when you meet somebody that you got a lot of respect for, you're like, I want to have a normal conversation with that guy. I don't want to have a weird conversation <laughs> with that guy. I just want to be his pal. How was the gig, though? Like, if people went to see the Jolts and were here live with the Jolts and Artwork Human Survey Radio Show and off play together, how was the gig? What what would have people seen? The gig was amazing, yeah. The place was packed on a Monday night. It was like a free show, so everyone came. and Probably one of our more tighter shows. And Off just fucking killed it. And how would you describe the reaction to the Jolts? I don't remember that show at all, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I think it was good. It was weird to play that place. Because uh, they had a really good sound system and stuff. Uh, but I think the crowd liked it. It's hard to tell sometimes. When did you first meet DOA? Was that at the Plaza? You guys played like the Plaza? Is that the first gig you did with DOA? When did you first meet DOA? Because you jolts were on DOA's record label, or Joey's record label, Sudden Death Records. When did you first meet DOA? November 14th, 1998. <laughs> Yacht Club in Kamloops. <laughs> I have that poster, actually. What lineup of DOA was that? <laughs> I think that was the Great Baldini. Um, on drums, and it, wow, who was the bass player at the time? Um, I don't remember who the bass player was at that time. Cuba? It was Cuba. That's right. Yeah. And that's when you first met DOA, like, in a musical sense? Yes. And how about, when did you first meet DOA, like, in a label sort of sense, or pl first play with them in the Jolts? Was that at the Plaza Club? Was well before I, I guess it, maybe it was the Plaza Club, yeah. Who else was on that bill? Is that how you ended up on Sun Death? <clears throat> Two band bill, I think. Because he saw you and then went to sign you? How'd that work out? I just ended up sending him an email and said, Hey, Joe, you should put this out. And he went, Oh, okay. <laughs> and I did it. So that's, that's basically the entire uh, DOA Jolts deal. And now it's out. And now it's out. And that's the way to do it, and isn't it's it? Out. Yeah, we're going to go, do five days with DOA uh, in two weeks out in Alberta, too. So it worked out pretty good. And that's the way else you get on an Artwater Human Serviette radio show, Matt, right? You just talk to Artwater and it's done! <laughs> yeah, and you get left behind at your own show. But I gave you a ride <laughs> home, though! That's true, yeah. yeah Let's did. not omit that part. Like, did give me a ride. It was, was all a big, great plan. That was part of the plan. It was all part of the master plan. Matt's yeah. real short-sighted when it comes to this sort of thing. Did Nardwar load your gear out that night? <laughs> Who did load your gear? Show. I think Jenna loaded. No, I think my, his girlfriend, girlfriend loaded, loaded my gear. There was something that I think went in the trunk. There. I left my base there actually, and Billy. Oh, whose Billy base was that? Whose base was that? Did you leave there? Well, whose base was that? Yours. Oh, my base. A base was oh. left. A base was left. I had to get it from Billy Benito, and he stood me up at the, <laughs> the SkyTrain station for forty-five minutes. <laughs> 
did he eventually arrive? He, he arrived. He's a busy man. <laughs> Have you been to Joey of DOA's house at all? No. No. Have you seen his son? I, yeah, his son, when he came by to pick up records, he had this little boy with him. His son think? actually came out on stage at the Commodore that time, I think, when Thor played, or when Thor was there handing out handing out uh, Vancouver Millionaire's jerseys. I think Joey's son was there. I think Joey's an older son, too, right? Like, he's in his 20s. That's why I was just curious. Like, have you, now that you've signed to Sudden Death, have you gone over to Joey's house and met his entire family? What's it like I've, signing to Sudden Death? Haven't even been in the milk <laughs> truck. The contract actually is still... At my house, we haven't actually given it to him, so <laughs> we haven't been signed officially. <laughs> I was excited, though, that you, Jolts, had the word Rose Tattoo mentioned in your sudden death bio. <laughs> Who thought of that? Rose Tattoo, all right! I thought of that. That's awesome to have the Rose Tattoo method there. Very great band. The Rose Tattoo Australian method. We can tell people the Rose Tattoo. Rose Tattoo Baldness. was... Uh, <laughs> this. yeah. I think of that, too. They're almost like a skinhead <laughs> band. They're they're like a great Australian rock and roll band, and I think that they kind of have the same sort of uh, feeling when I listened to Jolt's records before I joined. You know, you get a lot of like flashes of, you know, past bands that you try and nail down with what you're hearing all the time. And Rose Tattoo is one that stuck into my mind, and because we're rock and roll outlaws. Because we're rock and roll outlaws. What's the closest that you guys have got to the Ramones? Is it the Ramores? Is the Ramores the closest you've got to the Ramones? Like actually meeting a Ramon? Uh, I went to see Didi one time, but he cancelled. There was just a, a poster on the door saying that he wasn't going to be there. I remember, and then I think he died like yeah, about two days later, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, a couple days later, yeah. But is that the closest you got to an actual Ramon? Because you're involved with that is the, closest, <laughs> the Ramores, yeah. right? The Ramores, yeah. a Ramones tribute. That's the closest you've got would be going to the Starfish Room? Yeah, exactly, yeah. How about second, like, removed to that? Like, a difference, or like, some, have you met somebody that met the Ramones uh, at all? Well, we played with the Misfits, and I guess Marky had been in the Misfits, but when we saw them, it was back to uh, Robo playing drums, so... Oh, so you've played with another Black Flagger. Oh, uh, yeah, we played with Dez, yeah. So you really have got all the Black Flag thing all cornered down there. You probably wanted cherry to cherry-pick a pretty decent lineup if you wanted to. <laughs> it's like, you just... What's the closest you've got to playing with Rollins? Have you played with anybody Hopefully that's played as with far Rollins? Away as humanly possible. <laughs> and right now here, we have some Rollins-endorsed picks here by the Jolts on the Nardwar Human Serviette radio show. Another Canadian band. What's with all this Canadian... You love Canada. You love Canada. Yeah, it's where we're from. We love it. <laughs> and we have Durban Poison well, We love up. Durban. We love the Can Durban. Can you explain about this? You bought a It's cu- actually South African Durban Poison. <laughs> you bought a couple of their records out, but you wanted to play this CD, but you also have a 7-inch. What can you say about this? Another release by another Canadian band doing another 7-inch. We just finished our, our, our 10-day tour. We played four days with Durban at the end of it, so we're big fans of these guys. They're and they're from Victoria, British from Columbia, Victoria, Canada. Yeah. They're actually playing here when? The 3rd? The third at Funkies. Sorry, Wendy. <laughs> Durban Poison on the Nardward, a human serviette radio show picked by the Jolt. And here's Durban Poison's big track out of Siberia. Don't do 
you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And we still have the Jolts here, live on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And what did we just hear there, Jolts? You selected all this great music. What did we just hear in that last set, Jolts? Uh, we just heard, uh, what, Durban Poison out of Siberia, and then we heard... Uh the Joneses, Pillbox, and then we heard uh, Angry Dragons. Uh, Snake Apartment. Snake Apartment. The Angry Dragons we just heard, and they're actually from Winnipeg, Manitoba? Winnipeg, Manitoba. One of my favorite cities ever. And there's some connection to Winnipeg and also the Joneses, isn't there, Matt? Could you please explain that? Because before <laughs> the Angry Dragons, we played Pillbox by the Joneses, which the Jolts cover, and you were drumming in the Jolts at that time. And you still are drumming in the Jolts Very on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show. <laughs> what happened in Winnipeg with the Joneses? And what can you tell people about the Joneses, the band the Joneses? I don't know much about the band The, the Joneses on the Nardwar Human Serviette radio show, um, but one time in Winnipeg... Thank you, that's touching. <laughs> I, really, I really appreciate people going the extra length to say that. That is really awesome. That has not happened in a long time. Thank you. Back to you, Matt. One time at the, the infamous, illustrious Royal Albert Arms Hotel in Winnipeg, Manitoba... Uh, the Jolts really butchered uh, our cover of Billbox. <laughs> no, they loved it. They, they, <laughs> they loved did love it. it. It's the only reason we got a place to stay. It's the only reason we've ever gone back to Winnipeg is because we played Pillbox. <laughs> who told us that story? Loved it. <laughs> who, who told us that story a little while ago in Winnipeg about that guy getting decapitated in the washroom at the Royal Albert? <laughs> I think a guy did die. Stories? Yes, a guy did die at the Royal Albert, legendary punk venue in Winnipeg. Dying or decapitated? Oh, I, well, well, I guess he died after he was decapitated. <laughs> but thing. something did he go down decapitated, there. decapitated, but he didn't die. He's all right. <laughs> yes, actually, I do remember playing there, too, in a rock and roll combo. And I remember at the end of the set, I bent down to pick up a guitar chord, and then the beer bottle came. I'm glad that the people were drunk and just not able to throw at me properly. <laughs> so it is a very intense place. I the, think it's shut down. At, did they say it was being shut down when we were but you were happy that you played there because you were able to stay the night because you played that song with yeah, the Joneses. Like, what do you say about the Joneses? Like, the band of Joneses is a band from the 70s, right? Are yeah, we- it's like a late 70s kind of L.A. rock and roll kind of Johnny Thunders-ish stuff. And, and when you guys played the song, you didn't think anybody would know, but in fact, the entire audience knew and it got you a place to stay that night? Yeah, definitely. The, the band that we played with who, like, Cannot remember their Crack name. Down. <laughs> the crackdown. Uh, yeah, they were they were super into it, and they've always come out and and asked for it again. But we can't remember how it how it goes anyway. So I don't think we ever did. <laughs> Tell me about the born in a speedo video. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that a question for? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> the born in a speedo video oh, by Wayne Speed. <laughs> Wayne by Wayne Morehart. Tell me yes. about Wayne Morehart. Wayne Morehart. He's a slacker. Hard guy to get a hold of. <laughs> this is a video that you guys have that's yeah. out there. Yeah, no, we did the uh, the Born Speed video with uh, with Wayne Morehart um, for I think two hundred and fifty bucks. I think a hundred bucks was or beer. less for that video shoot. We had the parallels in it. It was off of a single that was put out by Eat Shit and Die Records, Matt's favorite record label. <laughs> and, uh, Wayne's actually doing our, our new video, but uh, it's been seven months since we worked on it. <laughs> He's taking his time. And around seven months, yeah. Uh, so you mentioned staying the night in Winnipeg. How did you end up staying the night in Winnipeg again? What happened there? 
at the Royal Arms? What did happen? Okay, the guy that we had known from Winnipeg didn't want us to stay at his house. He had a wife and kids, I think, and so he 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 sent us off with one of his friends, and we stayed at her house for I don't know three days or something. <laughs> didn't really talk to her the whole time. She had too many cats. So to recap again about the Jolts from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you guys have a brand new CD out on Sudden Death Records. Joey Shithead of DOA's record label. Also, if you go to YouTube and you type in what again, Matt, to see you, Matt, doing an Andrew WK tribute? <laughs> I don't know. Undercover Brothers, Vancouver. Uh, Under, Undercover Brothers, it. Vancouver. And you yeah. can see Matt off the Jolts doing an Andrew WK cover. And if you type in the Jolts into YouTube, you can also see the Born Speedin video. Born in a Speedo is an entirely <laughs> different video. Yes, a Born Speedin. Born Speedin. By the jolts, but also if you again, Josh, if you type in the jolts or jolt into YouTube, what comes up? A uh, really good UK power pop band. And I would like to give you a jolt CD right here. I have a CD that I've brought out for you guys. Have you heard them much? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they're great. I have right here. What do we have to play for you? You are the jolts from Vancouver. Yeah. And I'm going to play for you and give you this CD oh, because I thought these guys are the Jolt from Scotland, 1977, on Polydor Records. And they have a song called You're Cold, which I thought you guys could cover. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be neat if the Jolts covered the Jolt from Scotland? I think I bugged Joe about doing that at some point. Because it's a great tune and I think it kind of fits in with the Jolt. I don't know if I'm the one to say that or not, but I thought that'd be really neat. And then you could start a good trend. Because also from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, there's a band called the Pa... KD. The Pack AD. And it was a band from England right. called The Pack that contained members from Vancouver, believe it or not. Really? Yes, there was a Vancouver English Pack connection because some of the guys from The Pack Vancouver moved to England and joined The Pack and formed The Pack. So there's a Pack Vancouver, the 77 band from England, 78 band from England, has some Vancouver connections. And there's The Pack from Germany. So wouldn't it be neat if The Pack from Vancouver covered the German Pack from 77? Or they could possibly cover the 77 oh. Vancouver punk slash British pack, or they could cover the band from Sacramento, San Francisco, the pack, the rap band, the pack, featuring rapper Lil B. Like, it would be a great thing. But they haven't done that yet. So you, Jolts from Vancouver, I'm going to present this nice little CDR I've made to you after we play it and break it on the air after you've heard it. I'm going to present this to you because I think you should cover Your Cold by The Jolt. Polydor, 1977. <laughs> Would you guys possibly be up to doing that for yeah. covering the Joe? Because you covered the Joneses. We did. For sure. And thank you also for covering the Nardwarder Human Surfiette Radio Show. <laughs> doing all the work, bringing in all the tunes. So right now, we are going to hear The Jolt from Scotland, 1977. Possibly a cover for The Jolts from Vancouver, 2011. And then we're going to kick into more Canadian content because The Jolts <laughs> love Canadian vinyl. We're going to hear the mandates. What can you say about the mandates? We're going to hear Take You to the Dance. What can you say about the that? The Mandates, uh, Jimmy from Knucklehead, Matlin Wickens from uh, Tension Slips, Warren Uslander from uh, The Throwaways. He also recently did a tour with uh, Edmonton's No Problem. I heard he learned a lot. 
about being a man. And Brady from the dudes. <laughs> and Brady from the dudes. And the pants situation. So, here we go. The Jewel. 1977, Polydor with You're Cold. And then, some mandates with Take You Two to Dance on an artwork, a human serviette radio show.
still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Actually, Cable 88.5. We have changed, but I still say FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, because I love saying it on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And... Who do we still, still, still have on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show? Could you please reintroduce yourselves? I'm Joey from the Jolts. Matt from the Jolts. I'm Josh from the Jolts. I'm Matt All Snakes from the Jolts. On the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Oh. Matt, I thought you were going to help. You helped so much before. I thought you were going to help out with oh, that. I choked. <laughs> choked. And what did we just hear there, Matt? Could you please explain? What did we just hear? Uh-oh. Yeah, Matt all snakes. What we, <laughs> uh, what we just heard was... Uh, the mandates were first. Was it the mandates? We heard, oh, yeah, well, we heard the mandates, as we previously discussed. Sorry. We just heard Tragedy by Hanoi Rocks. <laughs> a, fav- a favorite of ours. A personal pick by the Jolts here on an Ardwar to Human Serviette radio show. And, and actually, in the background, do you guys... Is there some weird noise happening? I hear some weird noise. Maybe that's because I was mentioning Hanoi Rocks or I plugged in the iPod. Maybe the station is having... No, it's like a fan noise. Do you guys hear like a fan noise? Okay. Hear a fan noise. There's a fan noise. That's our fan. Too many fans. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll make the sweat box happen even more here at CITR Radio FM 88.5. So we heard Hanoi Rocks. Anything about Hanoi Rocks you would like to say, Josh? Uh, I love oh, Hanoi Rocks. Whoa, all right. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I realize I, I always really liked Hanoi Rocks, especially their early couple records. I also think that whether Dander knows it or not, I think that I... Uh, I can hear a lot of uh, razzle-type drum stuff that goes on in Hanoi Rocks, especially with the percussion in that band. Um, especially with getting k- killed by Vince Neil. 
And getting killed by Vince Neil. A lot of run-ins here. Uh, but a band that does live on is the Riffs. And you're wearing a Riffs t-shirt, and we heard some Riffs. I did not know they were from Portland. Yeah, uh, the Riffs were one of my favorite bands for a lot of years. I never saw them live. Sad story. But where'd you get the t-shirt? Uh, I ordered it from this internet site um, called Full Breach 77, who does really great t-shirts. And actually, that Jones's record that I had, they put that red, uh, the reissue out. And where did you order all your knowledge? Where did you get all your rock and roll knowledge? You said from Kamloops? Where did all your rock and roll knowledge come from? N- Nardwar, the human server yet radio show. Oh, thank you again for saying that. But where is your CV? What's your CV? What's your rock and roll CV? How did you end up in the Jolts from Kamloops? Where did you get the knowledge? I used to put shows on for the Jolts and Camels. That's how I kind of ended up in the band. Um, but uh, mostly just buying records and cruising around on the internet. Was there a store in Kamloops that had vinyl? Was there, there a lot of there good thrift stores store in vinyl? By uh, Billy Bones, he he ran it there called Teenage Rampage, which I think is a reference to that band in Toronto. Was it Secrets? I thought it was a reference to the Sweep. Could be, and I think Could he'd be. moved the store to Vancouver as well for a while. Yeah, well, he had two stores and a label in Vancouver as well. And then before that, we heard some Hanoi Rocks. We heard the Riffs, and then we heard the Mandates. The Mandates, who we just played with in Calgary, who are good friends of ours, and uh, they rule. That 7-inch will make you feel warm and fuzzy inside all summer long. It's great, though. Another 7-inch by another Canadian band. Tons of Canadian 7-inches. I'm really, really impressed you guys have collected. Do you think you're, the band has like the most 7-inches by bands that you tour with? Like, do, you get the, do you play with like the most bands that have vinyl? We play with a lot of really good bands, and a lot of them have 7-inches, so we make sure that we get them, you know, so... Because we got seven inches, we're trading them off and, and picking them up. What are your tricks for keeping vinyl flat and not, like, warping in the van when you're on tour? <laughs> Do you have any tricks for that? These are all the survivors that we're playing right now. Have you had any records wreck in the van this, by buying them and, and getting wrecked? I have a case that I keep my yeah. seven inches in. But, um, <laughs> Mostly our own records get wrecked, yeah. so we take care of the other band's records. And one record that will not be wrecked is the record of consecutive plays of the Jolts. Brand new record on the Nerdwater Human Survey radio show. Because coming up right now, we're going to play on repeat. The, the brand new Jolts record. Well, actually, not going to play it on repeat. But we are going to play the brand new Jolts record. Another song. What are we going to hear from the Jolts? Nobody knows. What are we going to hear? We can't. Thinking of you, bud. No, what is that? <laughs> what, what is, what's going on there? He's getting text messages. Uh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm thinking of you too, Aaron. <laughs> what was going on? on there. We're trying to plug the iPod into the board. Hey, Aaron, fuck off. He was sending me a picture of Wings, actually, which is you know, we're going to hear that song, Wings. Yeah, as we end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show here with The Jolts, we're going to play a whole bunch of tunes. We're going to play something by The Jolts, but a whole bunch of other bands, too, including something by The Brutal Knights. What track are we going to hear by The Jolts? Just wondering. Uh, It's the title track. 8%. 8% 8%. 8% by the Jolts. And Jolts here, just lastly, winding up here, you guys had quite a connection, didn't you, to the Kidnapper Band from West Vancouver. <laughs> the Kidnappers, yeah, yeah. That's Evan. A, that's an ex-bass player of ours. What can you tell the people about the Kidnappers, Evan, and also Mikey Screwdriver? Because <laughs> these are two guys that are important to the Jolts, even though they're not here today. Mikey Screwdriver and Evan. What did Evan do with the West Van Cops? Uh, well, yeah, Evan got Evan got kicked out of school, and or we call, we know him by Lecter. Actually, Lecter got uh, arrested for kidnapping, and uh, I think Mikey was an accomplice. Mikey was a roadie for a long time, and Lecter was a bass player for the first record. 
and they were based out of West Vancouver and they got you gigs in West Vancouver. Like we a, did play the, the, like gun, you played, the gun club or something. You played like the Griffin Gym, that was in North <laughs> Vancouver, and the Glen Eagles Rec Center. Yeah, yeah, the, some kind of rec center. And, uh, and I love checking these gigs up on the internet because you can see how many times other people played after you played there. Zero. It's like, <laughs> Joel's money. We, were, we got, a gig and nobody else played there ever again. We fought some kind of Persian gangsters in the parking lot. They were trying to steal our gear and it, it wasn't a good time. And how did it actually turn into that your good friend Mikey Screwdriver ended up doing some sort of motorcycle chase with the West Van <laughs> Cops? What was that? Could you please explain, Joey? Uh, Mikey Screwdriver, you know, he didn't have his motorcycle license, so... When he rode his motorcycle, he would dress all in black and not turn his lights on. And then when the cops would chase him, he would just drive it over a pedestrian overpass. <laughs> what you That's mean? His he, would, he would just ditch it? No, he would take his bike over a pedestrian overpass because he could ride up the stairs and down the stairs, and then he would take it home. And he never got caught? I, I'm sure he got caught at some point, but not that we ever heard of. And how did he end up not associating with the band anymore? What happened? You got all day? <laughs> Yes, please, elaborate, Matt. Huh. Mikey and Lecter were their own kind of unit, and, and they walked away from the band after the Hot Voltage tour. You know, we had 30 days on the road. It was, uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of animosity going on at the time. 35 days, I think. What causes animosity? If people are listening and wondering about animosity in the van on tour, Jolts, what, what causes that? And what is it? Well, they both like to <laughs> cut the sleeves off their shirts. They got hairy shoulders, and they also both urinate in jars in the back of the van, and we weren't cool with that. But that's cool, though, that the urinating in the jar, isn't it? Like, better than urinating in the van. That's quite common practice. It broke the air conditioning in the back, too. <laughs> oh, you mean they pissed in the air conditioner? Because that oftentimes happens. So that was a, that was a the bottle. What happened there, Joey? Again, this is ex-members of the Jolts? I, I, I have no comment. <laughs> Now, Mikey has a new project out, doesn't he? He has some sort of new project going. Uh, uh, Mikey's, Mikey's songs are really good, too. We, we're all big fans of Mikey's stuff. But he wasn't actually in the band, though. He was like a roadie, right? He was and Evan roadie, was yeah. in the band. Yeah. And Mikey has an LP out now, like a new release. Does he have an LP? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's an LP, but he has a release. He's, He's got a some digital re- release. really, really good songs. For gigs for the Jolt, Joey, what do you remember about playing with Class of 1984? Uh, that was in Victoria, I guess, uh, a little while ago. Because that's a great band name, Class of 1984. Uh, we're playing with them again, I think, uh, next week, right? Yeah, yeah. How about the Distort Fest? What do you guys remember about that, Mikey that was... and Joey? Distort Fest was uh, right after Dylan left the band, so we were just... Sorry, Matt and Joey. <laughs> Um, Just waiting for that. What, what, do you, what do you remember there, Matt? I think it was. I like the way you wait for the problem. <laughs> On the Nardwar, the I, I remember, radio I remember show. not being very good because I had to play all the solos and I had no idea what I was doing. So yeah. And you guys also played with the Queers too. Queers, yeah, one of our favorite bands. We played with them uh, what, at the Red Room. Did you talk to Joe Queer at all? More than you talked to Greg Ginn? He's pretty uh, no nonsense. Yeah, he was. He was definitely no nonsense. How did you discover that, Matt? He, w- he wouldn't let us steal any Red Bulls from the back room. Matt, Matt offered him some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and you also played with the Starboys. Cosmic and the Starboys, yeah, good, good friends of ours. The yeah. Starboys, who are famous for the song Bastards of 76. I love the Starboys, yeah. An amazing tune. And the Dwarves. What was it like playing with the Dwarves? 
Leg is pretty no-nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not. Uh, they all were just wearing baggy he, sweatshirts. He and then took some nonsense. When he was and then they the took off their clothes when they played. But yeah, they were killer. <laughs> How was the reaction to them? And did a lot of fans come out that knew the Dwarves? Because they played an odd venue in Vancouver for a Dwarf gig. Uh, yeah, I hope a lot of, a lot of fans came out because they had a $3,000 guarantee. So, <laughs> What did it seem like to you? It seemed like it, it, seemed like it was pretty good. It was a wild night. Yeah. How long did they play for? About 15 minutes. No encore. Get her done. <laughs> and how did that compare to playing with the vibrators? The vi- oh man, that's a long time ago. I think the vibrators just did kind of Sex Pistols covers when we played with them. Uh, that was at the Astoria. Well, that sounds kind of sad, doesn't it? <laughs> no, they just did Sex Pistols and Undertones covers, and then they went off the stage. Yeah, it was a little sad. And Matt, they were good though. And Matt Snakes, were you in the band when you played the co-op radio station? How long have you no. been in the band? I've only been in the band for I don't know. And where did you come from? <laughs> I play in a, I play play in a band called Battle Snakes as well. Where did you come from? I don't know. Where are you? Yeah, I don't know. We used to play shows together. So, whereabouts? So, all in Vancouver? Are you based out of Vancouver then? I moved here a few uh, four years ago. From where? From Drumheller, Alberta, on the farm. Are there any punk bands there? <laughs> just Drumheller, just dinosaurs. Yeah, there's a dino, lots of dino rock. T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's not far away from Sled Island, isn't it? You guys played the Sled Island Music Festival? We have. Yeah, a couple years in a row. How was that? Well, it was great to play Tubby Dog because you get free hot dogs. And uh, last year we played with Hunks and His Punks, which was pretty cool. Lots of people. And you played Woody's Skate Park. Woody's Skate Park, yeah. Lots of skateboarding. Terrible sound. <laughs> There's a video of that on YouTube. And the RAF. <laughs> Who are the RAF into this bag? There's no comment on the RAF. The RAF, another band associated, along with the Kidnappers, with the Jolts on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. Well, thank you very much, Jolts, for coming into the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. Really appreciate it. Anything else you want to add to the people right now? Like, what are we going to hear come up? We're going to hear some Jolts tunes, right? We're going to hear a Jolt tune from your brand new CD. How can people get a hold of you? What's your website, etc., like that? Uh, 778-938-5653. Or SuddenDeathRecords.com. The Jolts, your brand new CD, LP is out now. And we're going to hear 8%. That is correct. By the Jolts. Then we're going to hear something by Brutal Knights. What can you say about Brutal Knights? Did you guys play with Brutal Knights from Toronto? No, we didn't play with them. I bought that record because Nick Flanagan always calls into the best show on WFMU, which I'm a huge fan of. And I also bought it because it had a song called Wings, which we're going to hear. And I'm a huge fan of Wings. And it's a crazy awesome record, and they broke out not soon after releasing it. I believe they're from Toronto. That's right. so awesome. That, yes, they are. And that's so awesome that you bought a record because you heard a caller. Like, that's how big the best show is. Like, the callers that phone into the best show yeah. attract people to buy their albums. That's right. Well, I, he, maybe they played. How did you know he was in that band? Does he say, I'm in the band? Yeah, I think they talked about it. So have you thought about doing that, phoning up the best show or other call-in shows I've, and mentioning you're from the Jolts? I phoned up once. I would never do that. I phoned up once <laughs> and waited uh, for about 20 minutes on long distance on my cell phone to the States. And right when I got on air, my fire alarm went off, so I got hung up on like, immediately. And also, if we have some time, we're going to try to fit in some Let's Let's Dance, dance yeah, our, our, our old touring partners. Um, I'm not sure if they're still going. I guess they sometimes still play, but 
Yeah, good friends of ours, Let's Dance. And don't some of these guys have that band No Problem? Is there some connection to the band No Problem with these guys? Matt Bouchard plays bass in both. Yeah. And what else do we have here, if we have time, that we can jam and that you guys have brought in, just in case? Oh, Let's play some Spitfires, who we're yeah. friends with, Yeah, who, who are always a killer Vancouver rock and roll band. It's going to be all Canadian once again. Loving the Canada, and some other things that we didn't get to. You want to throw in Von Zippers there, Snakes? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Von Zippers. What else do we have here? From Calgary, Alberta? Oh, yes. I just bought a guitar off Al Charlton the other... Actually, it's Sled Island. I bought his 1969 SG. Good story. (laughs) (laughs) What happened there? Uh, Well, I was kind of... I drank a few, and I ran into Al Charlton, and I mentioned that I remembered he had that guitar, and I... Asked if he wanted to sell it. So the next day he met us at the Jolts gig and I bought it out of the back of his car. So he brought it to the gig so you kind of <laughs> yeah. had to buy it? Oh, I, I was going to buy it. I think it was more I held him hostage to make him watch the Jolts. And how much was it possibly worth? I think it was worth what I paid for it. Do you care to disclose that at all? I, I see you shaking a bit there. <laughs> I paid. Uh, I had to wash dishes at Elle's house for a couple months. So I just got back from that. Bow boom. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Jules. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all before we kick into 8% by the Jules? Thank you again for bringing in all these Thank marvelous you. tunes. A lot of them can come. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Nope. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> Why should people care about the Jules? Why should people care? They shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Jules. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do.